season four, episode three, which is our 43rd total episode uh, here on Willis Ness. For you that don't know, uh, we let a randomizer will choose which game we get to play each week. And then we talk about how great or how bad it is. Uh, then we rank them uh, until we eventually uh, get all 700 plus games of the Super Nintendo system uh, there. So we, you can uh, compare and contrast uh our picks versus yours, and you can uh, tell us what we're wrong, and uh, probably listen to some god awful games that you never heard of, uh, which you never want to play. There's been Untouchables or, is still the worst piece of crap that I've ever seen. Or hey, maybe you're like it can't be that bad, and you do play it. Hey, Space Mega Force was a pleasant surprise. That was a that was a solid one. So this week we drew Sequest DSV, which I'm going on a wild guess means Deep Sea Voyage. It does. Uh, I googled it. So the uh, the cover of the box actually looks pretty good. It's a little cartoony, but it kind of gets the point. Now I don't think Josh knew that I watched this show like a fool back in the day. Like I did not, and uh, I guess probably the easy way to. Uh, explain it is it is kind of like star trek even though i'm not a star trek fan but it's like star trek but in the ocean yeah and uh i'm wondering if we make it all the way through without making a reference uh, a joke of the titan submer- the submersible <laughs> i mean because one of these damn little uh, uh it looks really <laughs> close to it so uh the show the only thing i remember is there was a kid in there. I think his name was Jonathan Brandis was the actor. And he uh, could talk. There was a dolphin that talks. And that was pretty much all I really damn remember from the show. Uh, I don't think it aired too long. I think think it was like 59 total episodes or something like that. But uh, it it was cool for its time. Uh, I would imagine if we went back and watched this TV show now, it would probably be terrible. But to get this thing started off, Josh, do you want it for, for you that is... That are an infant, I guess, of uh, Sequest. Would you like to hear what the back of the box says? Yes, I would. And I may be an infant to Sequest, but I know Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I don't think I ever watched Galaxy Quest. Is that the Eddie Murphy or Tim Allen one? It's the Tim Allen okay. with Al Rootman in it. Okay. Captain on the Bridge, Sequest, DSV. The futures is very uh, strange. Look here on the back of the box. It says the future, and then the S is spaced out. The the future five largest. The no. futures largest. I'm assuming that's. I'm assuming the S is supposed to be. It's supposed to be apostrophe S. Yeah, it, it, there's no apostrophe. There's just a big gap there. No, Sorry, it, it got me. It's future. <laughs> it's future dialect, right? Uh, okay, let's start this back. Captain on the Bridge, Sequest DSV, the future's largest, most powerful submarine, is at your command. Pilot through the pirate-infested warriors and take on a variety of challenges. To succeed, you must take control of all the Sequest futuristic navigational information and weapon systems. Explore the depths, answer distress calls, and conduct whisker scans. Whiskers. <laughs> To locate various mission sites. There you'll you'll choose from the Hyper-Reality Probe, Darwin the Dolphin, or four different launch vehicles to complete your mission. Conduct dangerous rescues, recover sunken treasure, and most of all, keep the peace in a troubled underwater world. The bridge is yours, Captain. It does sound very... uh, Star tracking? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you know, I guess some background on it... uh, uh, developed by Sculpted Software, uh, Acclaim ends up basically uh, taking over Sculpted Software in 95. I guess, let me say, this game came out in 94 on the Genesis, 95 on Super Nintendo. I don't know that this was the last game that was released before Acclaim got them. It's a it was the same year, same yeah. year. Uh, so, uh, you know, it kind of... There's some background about Acclaim uh, getting them. It doesn't really seem too interesting or pertinent. But Sculpted Software made a few games that uh, uh, are interesting. That They uh, made the Alien Trilogy. They made okay. Dirt Tracks FX. And FX shit. It sounded... I remember... It, it sounds like this was a familiar one, so... 
When I said made, they've worked, though. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 and 3, Super Star Wars, and a handful of wrestling games. So, uh, that's kind of there. Now, uh, THQ published it in Europe, but Malibu did in North America. Once again, it is the Malibu Comics folks. That's really how I know Malibu more than anything. Uh, and it was released on Super Nintendo Genesis and Game Boy. Uh, I did see some screenshots of the Game Boy version. I don't know. It was very interesting. I have a feeling... Uh, <laughs> was it as interesting as the RoboCop on Game Boy? I was like watching it and I was like... This looks really strange, but it might actually play, play pretty good on a Game Boy. It, I don't know. It may. I, it, I don't know. I, it looked like garbage, but I kind of got a feel like I would dig it a little bit. Like, But whatever. Uh, so uh, kind of a, uh, a background, too, is uh, Amblin Entertainment uh, is the folks, I guess, that did the actual show. Uh, it is Steven Spielberg's, uh, uh, he founded Amblin Entertainment, hence the, uh, emblem of E.T. and the basket of the bicycle, yeah. you know? So this was one of Spielberg's thing, which I mean, you know, Spielberg's all over the damn place, you know? And, uh, yes. and it actually does that on the, uh, uh, the load up screen, the load up screen. So, uh, just kind of, I guess, hit a little bit basic on the uh, uh, show and the game. Uh, the plot, uh, I guess it probably didn't have much of a plot. Like, basically on TV, it was, hey, there's some kind of mission that needs to be done, whether somebody be in trouble or whatever. And you're as well, really, it was kind of like, protecting the planet resources type thing the show was which i guess is a lot like the game so basically on the game you travel with the big uh wiener shaped freaking boat <laughs> the giant squid the, the giant squid dick yeah and uh you go to i guess you really i don't know what you would even call this view if it's like an isometric but you're basically on the seafloor you can go forward, backwards, up and down. It's almost a top down, but not fully. And and you can shoot, and so you can actually shoot enemies there as well as find like rack sites and missions to where you will send out the appropriate uh, uh, vehicle. Or, or dolphin. Or, or, or animal. Or sea crabs. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sea crabs, uh, or the, the crab, there's going to be some jokes on that. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't hop in the sea crab. No. Unless, so. Uh, and and you kind of do pretty much like the show is, even though it's uh, more about collecting money than anything. But uh, I didn't finish this game, so. I don't uh, I, I don't know that you're really meant to finish this game, to be quite honest about it. But. Uh, oh, there's probably a speed run. I think there isn't a speed run on this one. We could be the first. I did see a long play on YouTube, and so I do have that. Uh, I do not <laughs> want to speed run this game. I'll <laughs> no. just go ahead and tell you. So, uh, once again, you're just taking whatever challenges comes your way. Handling it appropriately and ending the mission. I, I don't know if I really missed anything on the buildup for it. Uh, it is pretty plain. You yeah. imagine a, a Star Trek game, but underwater. Yep. I mean, you ain't got dogfight, and I guess that would have been something. You, yeah, I guess you kind of do. You do, sort of do. But, but it's not real good. No. Uh, well... Josh, I, do you want to jump on over and make it and break it? Or is there anything that... Uh, I guess, you know, talking about the controls, there's a lot going on with the controls before we a get lot. there. Uh, you know, like say you got forward, backwards, up, down, fire forward, fire backwards. Uh, you get into the different screens and there's a lot of... Uh, it's pretty much essentially the same controls. But uh, I guess that's one thing to mention is the controls. I think it probably does use every button. I don't it, know. I can't remember the L and R buttons, but... Uh, did the L and R buttons do anything? I can't remember. I feel like they probably didn't. I thought they did. I may have been wrong. I thought they cycled through your weapons. Okay. Because I know your 
That may have been giant him, squid ship could carry multiple weapons. And I thought that's what they done. So, but uh, they didn't tell you what your weapons were. No, that was uh, definitely strange. <laughs> uh, so let's jump on over and make it, I guess, uh, without any uh, further ado or excitement. Uh, I will go ahead and tell you one of the things that was pretty cool. It was the opening credit where it had the Sequest logo shimmering over the water. Be honest, pretty, pretty good for yeah. a Super Nintendo Looked game. Looked really decent. And I do not, for the life of me, remember if that's what it looked like on the TV show. But if you told me it was, I believe it. I mean, that, that part did look really good. Uh, and so, I'm... I'd say probably another one that I had uh, is the information screen or the command module, whatever you want to call it, when you're in the ship. It looked pretty good. Uh, it flowed. Yeah, I mean, it probably looked like... Now, I didn't really care for the menus as much, but it did look like the inside of a cockpit. I mean... It looked like the command... It's kind of like when we played Super Battle Tank. I'm guessing that's probably what the inside of a battle tank looks like, you know. Well, so I was okay with that. Uh, Another thing is the opening music. It didn't sound great, but to me, it sounded like they tried to copy the theme song. And now I, I could be 100% wrong on this because I never watched the show. I can't remember what the theme so song is. So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, oh, they gave it a shot. I'm not going to. I'm not going to put the uh, music and break it, but it was pretty much, it didn't tip the scale one yeah, way no, or another. It, it, so I'm going to put that as, I guess, a neutral comment. Of, yeah. uh, I will tell you, though, that right off the bat, it's talking about you becoming an officer. So I did like that when you started up, you're like, well, what's the whole purpose of this game? It's like, well, obviously, nobody wants to be a damn, you know, janitor on the freaking sea quest, you know, with for all them seamen. And uh, so... Uh, <laughs> It's like, hey, you know, be, you know, complete these missions. Uh, this will be part of your quest on being an officer. So, I mean, at least to kind of put that out there. Because, I mean, everybody wants to be an officer. Everybody wants to be the damn pilot. Yeah. Everybody wants to fly the shit. Uh, like you said, no one wants to be the janitor on the Death Star. You want to be the pilot of the Death Star. That's right. Uh, so, once you actually got into the game and you're controlling the boat... Uh, like it was, it was pretty strange, but I do know that the ship, and I, and I did appreciate it. The ship kinds of drifts in the water, yeah. you know. So it's kind of, I ain't gonna say realistic because it has physics. Yes. So like, once you let go, your ship is gonna kind of coast to a stop. There's a there's a float to it. Yeah. So it isn't like you know just necessarily turn on a dime at least on that part of the game. So no, yeah, there was a little bit of a physics engine behind it. You do get a feeling like you're actually in water, you know. Uh, uh, one thing that uh, I did like, too, was when you would go to the, I guess you would call it the bridge or whatever, yeah. that it was like a mouse pointer, like a cursor. Yeah. But it actually wasn't that bad. No. It wasn't like... Confused me the first time. Yes. Confused it, it, it the fuck took out a minute. Of... Now, it was good enough that, like, it, I think it was on Untouchables. It was on one of them. I know it was like, oh, man, I wish I... Or maybe it was Pieces. It's like, oh, man, I really wish I had a mouse to play with. This one was good enough. I'm like, no, I'm fine with just using the controller. Yeah. I wouldn't want a mouse to play with. But I did think that it was unusually smooth uh, for... A Super Nintendo game, so uh, I did. A, I, I did kind of really dig that, to be quite honest. Yeah, I did too. I, uh, that was that was one of my biggest makings. Is going to the bridge, like you said. It had the whole, it had the mouse cursor, but I mean, it, it was a little confusing at first because you wasn't expecting it. You know, I was expecting to hit a button and be able to cycle through stuff. I did like too that, like, if you actually clicked on some of the buttons on the bridge, like the little. Because they had like these small arrows that didn't really look like they did much. It was you could hit them arrows and it would cycle through your past missions. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, I get that. Because to be honest, like I'd be sitting there, you know, kind of drifting around a little bit, and I kind of couldn't find out what the hell I was supposed to do. So I'd, I'd go back in there and actually be able to go look. Didn't really help me a whole hell of a lot, but made me feel like I was like, oh, let me go back for the sixth time around this damn little floating island and, and figure see, it out. Yeah. Uh, 
I will say one thing is when they shot for the moon, uh, you know, like I say, I don't, I don't know that you really can make a better game. I mean, I guess you made a pretty damn good game for what it is. I don't know how you would have made it uh, any better, but they did give you, for a game like this, they, being able to have the instruments. Yeah. Like all the vehicles. Being able to have the damn dolphin. The dolphin, now, by God. That motherfucker the was fast. The dolphin was the best part of the fucking, that's it what was. I remember from the show. So thank you. Thank you. For letting us fuck with a dolphin here. Yeah. Like, because if you didn't give us a damn dolphin, I mean, not even a little... Oh, a little interaction? Yeah. No, no, okay. Now, the dolphin didn't make the sound. It talked. I, I, well, that was a dolphin uh, verbally making the... Uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, yeah. I was like... I felt like if you were a fan of the show, you could definitely relate. You got the dolphin... And you got a lot of the damn vehicles that you probably see on the show. Now, I can't remember if all these vehicles are on the damn show. But I'll go ahead and tell you the big dick-looking main, uh, the squid dick, uh, that looked just like the damn show did. I would imagine that the rest of it uh, did as well. Or the, or the rest of the ships, if they were in the show. Uh, I've only got a couple more things here. Uh, the, there was a password system. Yeah. And it was kind of strange because it, I guess it kind of passworded for, like, you could access it at any time and get a password. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because I was like, this is a big freaking game. Uh, I wouldn't want to play it over and over from the start, you know. I would, I feel like a password system is mandatory in this game. And I kind of like the way they did it. Uh, now, I don't know later on when you get with, if you get yourself in a, Pickle with the money, if you can screw yourself with the password system. You you have to, right? So, but I did like that there's a password system, because if you told me you sat down and you had to play through this son of a bitch, because there, I mean, I wouldn't even really say there's levels. I mean, you got missions, but it isn't like a traditional, it ain't like my Tyson's punch out, where you go to the final bosses by entering in a password. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually should have probably looked up some of the passwords, just seeing how crazy some folks. I'm sure there's probably a lot of shared passwords out there. Oh, yeah, there has to be. Uh, and uh, the uh, last thing I got is, once again, on the different craft, is not every mission you can use the same craft. Like, there's certain missions that you that need require, specific crafts. Yeah, that require certain... Or maybe two or three of the crafts can do the mission and two or three can't. So I could play the same mission as you and have a different experience because I like using a different vehicle. You like using the sea crab. <laughs> the sea crabs uh, or the damn, God, the one that felt like a bus. I guess it was like the sea truck. So I always, yeah, that up. motherfucker, that huge ass thing. So it was kind of cool. It was like, okay, well, uh, even though me and Josh might play the same game and we might get the same end result, but how we got there could be a little bit different. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. <laughs> uh, that's all I really got on what makes it, Josh. Do uh, you have anything you want to add? Well, I, uh, the I will give them credit. Like I said, the the sound effects weren't a big make it or break it. It was a strictly neutral, which normally in a lot of hours the sound effects go straight into the break it like there's way too much there but i think this one here i don't think i had to mute the sound effects i think it just blended in and it, it's really just like say you put a plus or a minus this is just yeah a, a neutral because i feel like you could have had a stronger soundtrack you could have but uh um, you also had an extremely annoying soundtrack correct correct uh i guess another thing i want to mention in here too is uh uh, I feel like the game was pretty passive, and I guess that's kind of how the soundtrack was, yeah. too. At least as far as I got to the game, it seemed pretty passive. Yeah. But I did appreciate that being able to shoot them in front of me and, and I, fucking yeah, behind I was about to say, that was my second one, being able to shoot behind me. Uh, so, that was pretty cool. Uh, do you want to go ahead and jump into Break It, Josh? Well, let's go ahead and jump into Break It. All right. I'm just coming out hot. Oh, I... This is probably my biggest one. Okay. Getting hung on the damn seafloor and the fucking walls <laughs> is bullshit. Yeah. The walls, 
And the buildings are bullshit. I, I mean, sometimes I hit a damn button and I try to damn lower my craft on it, and it's just sitting there bumping up and, you, and the uh, just bumping uglies with it. That's all it's doing. The damage is strange because it shows your ship like it's just like a hit marker, almost like on a Final Fantasy, with, except with the like from one hundred percent to ninety five percent to ninety, and of course it builds up too. And I think that was kind of strange as well but uh dude i don't know how many fucking times i got hung on a damn wall and like you had to actively like try to figure it out it's like working a rubik's cube trying to figure out how to get oh wait i can't go forward oh shit i can't go back uh let me turn a little bit to the side and raise yep there i go yeah and i was just like damn it my ship's at 30 damn percent because i was hung like a freaking mule on this damn seafloor you know uh maybe that happens in real life I ain't getting that close to no shit, you know. Look, you're about to break out a Titan. You're about to break out a Titan. Not no. We're smarter than that. We're not getting on a Titan. <laughs> I can do a whole podcast. So I, I got. I got in it deep. I got in it. No <laughs> pun intended. Uh. So uh, yeah, that was that was probably the thing that took the most fun out of it for me. Period. Oh no, no, that 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 was a close one. Mine was the ammo. I ran out of ammo so fast trying to line up the perfect shot because aiming was such a obscure thing. Uh, okay, I'm going to put this in there. Uh, this is kind of goes with it. Uh, you said ammo, and this is I got later down on my list because I feel like what you had to do, you had to go buy more ammo. You had right? to go buy ammo. Uh, this was like a fucking budget game. Yeah. And I've got, in, as the quote here is, this is an underwater game. I don't care about a fucking budget. No. Like, I don't care. Like, I get it. Like, you know, maybe you salvage some shit. But I don't want to have to worry about how much I shoot shit, you know. like They be enemies. They got to die. So, yeah, I was not a big fan. That that probably was, as far as the fun factor of the game, what sucked the fun out of it. Like, you know, you get through the first few levels or missions and you ain't really got to worry about a whole lot. No. And then it was just like, yeah, this isn't fun. Now, I get it if, if you're wanting to force me to do a mission that needs to be done, but I feel like if you go in there all Leroy Jenkins style, you really... I'm all about. Yes, you're fucked. You're fucked because I will never find more money than I've spent shooting all over the damn place. Trying to, trying to hit somebody because, like I said, they may be a little low, they may be a little high, they may be at this angle. Oh, wait, hang on. Let me readjust to this little slightly different angle. Well, let's go ahead and, while we're talking about shooting, in my opinion, I forgot shooting in all aspects is goofy. Oh, yeah. Like, the the shooting was very strange. It was Very. It was... Probably when you were the squid dick ship, uh, better maybe. It was still tough was, to hit. Like I don't know how many times I'm just sitting here and I look like I'm doing a 14 point turn trying to damn aim <laughs> right at this motherfucker to hit. And then there is uh, when you get into like the stinger and all that stuff. Yeah. Shooting on that was was weird too. Yeah, it was all weird. Uh, I mean, I struggle with it more than the computer did. But I didn't, it's like, uh, the, like, I don't know. Not a big fan of the shooting. No, I was not a fan of the shooting at uh, all. Uh, Second, there's my other one. I, come on with it. Tutorial level. I wasn't, I, I've got in here that, that tutorial, I wasn't, to be honest, over the whole game, the map layout, I wasn't a big fan no, of. But that tutorial was the worst tutorial I've ever gone through. Wow, I don't know that I would say that. But uh, I guess you heard it here first. I guess to kind of go into the tutorial too, because I felt like in the tutorial, like sometimes I was just glitching out, like it had not told me the correct place to go. Like there's a lot that maybe if you read the manual, it didn't really hold your hand as much as I thought it should. And so I've got in here, I've, I was somewhat blindly moving around most of this game, which I guess you probably really are if you're in, that in the position. ocean. Uh, what are you going to do? I don't know. Go over here. What's over there? I don't know. Let's go look. Like, I guess that's which, part of it. That's fine. If you tell me that. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I that tutorial level, I did, I bet you, 76 laps around that son of a bitch trying to find shit. Yeah. And, I was like, uh, if the tutorial level literally just said, hey, fuck around and find it, I'm done. Instead of fuck around and find out, it's fuck around and find it. Yeah. That's all you had to tell me. Uh, I've got in here, too, and this was a big one. Uh, having to switch back and forth between vehicles like... That, yeah. You know I'm not a big backtracker. Like, yeah. when done correctly, whether it be like some sort of Mario game, like going back and getting the stars, or a Final Fantasy game where you're like having to go back. Like, I don't mind it when it matters. Like, I can understand if the story leads you'd have to go yeah. back. Like, but this I did part not- of the map is locked because you haven't got the key, defeated the boss, or yes. whatever. Yes. Or you don't have the power up. Yeah, like Doom. There's a lot of times you're like backtracking, but like new secrets are going to open yep. up. And, and okay, fine. But, uh... This one, I did not like having to go through there and basically clear enemies and then get a damn little sea crab or a sea truck in there to damn gather the goods. And I'm not a fan of that. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, to be honest, once you, I mean, the, the main screen when you were the squid dick uh, wasn't really that great, but some of the levels when you were in the ships were not good either. No. But So it's like... Okay, well, I basically played through it. Let me hammer it through. Oh, wait, I got to go get the other vehicle to go. Was it not just... that killed I, me. I, was, hey, I was pulling my damn hair out. I, I, was, I like, was not a fan of the scavenger system. Yeah, that, that I guess that's correct. The scavenger part of it was pretty yeah, fucked. I, I hated it. I hated, but like I said, controlling it often was fun. Motherfucker's fast. I will say that uh, this, is, this is probably my big hit with it. I've got two more things on break. Is... The game doesn't do anything egregiously bad. It just doesn't do anything real great. Yep. I guess, pun intended. It's like the whole game's treading water. <laughs> I'm rolling with it today. You're just going right. It's just doggy paddling in the ocean. So, yeah, I mean, it, I didn't really... It, the game's okay. Yeah. But, like, that's all it's ever going to be. Uh, it's not going to be great. If you ask me, hey, is this game fun? Uh, yeah, it's okay. Is it bad? No. It's okay. Uh, it's that. It's just like it's literally middle no. of the road, which brings me to my last one I got is when I'm playing this game, I feel like this was just an excuse to use a license. I agree with uh, that 100%. I probably feel like damn uh, sculpted softwares over there, like we got to do another game, guys. You know, and then that we about to go under. And they're like, let's do. It's Steven Spielberg, you know. It's and and I will say the show, even though I think it got hated on pretty bad, the first season of it, I feel like it was. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was on a prime time slot. Uh, maybe Channel Ten, Channel Six. I can't remember what channel it was on. Since eight and 10. ABC, NBC, but it had famous actors. It had Spielberg behind it. I guess if you're going to go shoot for a damn license, why would you not go for a Spielberg license? Why would you not go for a, a Cameron? Well, it's Spielberg Studios. I don't know how much he actually had to do with it, but I felt like this was a cash grab on well, this. They shot for the stars. No, they should have shot for the ocean. Well, true, true. Uh, so that that was just one thing I thought was a little bit... Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, I said they got bought out the same year or the year after this was. Yes. Uh, so yeah, to me, it seemed like it was a last ditch effort to do something to try to maintain it. Now, uh, keep this in mind. When a claim bought agreed to buy sculpted software, when the deal closed, uh, they bought 1,013 shares of common stock valued at 30 million. So, of course, you know, there's money in it. Uh, I'm trying to look. Uh, sculpted Software was renamed to Iguana of West. And uh, so it's in with all the Iguana Entertainment. It kind of bounced around. At one point, they were up to 140 employees. And then I think uh, once they finally closed it, there was 70 employees. I think they did some of the Legends of Wrestling and stuff like that, too. But... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know that they were necessarily bankrupt, but I mean, they they were getting money enough to get a damn license. I would yeah. imagine that getting a license for a video game probably isn't cheap, or they're going to take a lot of the profits per unit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how any of that works, but I'd say I guess if you, I, I would say that if we were by license and we got a license of a something that had Steven Spielberg's name attached to it, we'd probably be pretty excited, you know. And and like I say, the game's not really bad. It's just not really good. It, it's middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, is there anything that you've got left that you want to, any grievances that you want to air on this? I feel like we're very monotone, very low on this game, but that's kind of exactly the energy that's that the, this yeah, game brings. The, yeah, I'll say that's the energy of this game is now, I mean, so we, you covered everything that was on the pro side of it easily. Uh, so I don't got any other grievances with it whatsoever. Now, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the speed run. There was none, which was really strange to me. Uh, I've seen long plays on this on YouTube, and they were over three hours long. So it's not a short game. Uh, I don't know that you ever can really beat the game. I mean, like I say, it's a budget game. It's kind of like SimCity. I, I don't know that you can't beat it, but I feel like it is kind of like SimCity where you never really beat SimCity. You just keep going until your computer craps out or... You know, the new until one you, comes out. Like, there's no way until you get bored and blow up your own city. And I, I kind of feel like <clears throat> that's how this game, it kind of gave me a feeling of that. And I guess it does, when I think about it, have some SimCity aspects to it, but I don't know. Everything was just mediocre with it. Yeah. I just thought it was strange that not one single speed run, but a long play for three hours. Uh, I got some fun facts from the show, and then I got our price charting. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, say. According to season one, episode four, the first season of Sequest DSV is set in 2018. Well, we already overshot that. So we ain't got no damn talking dolphins. Nope. We don't have any underwater labs that we know of. I'm very unaware if we have some squid dick looking uh, ships in the fleet. I mean, we just got submarines. I don't. I don't think we got nothing crazy looking like that. Do you even know what a squid dick looks like? Maybe it looks like a big ship. Well, I'm just saying. Maybe that. Maybe that's where our submarines are. That's I don't how know, they. Ask Zach. We need to ask Zach. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know if there are sea crabs, and I'm sure that people have got crabs at sea. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it takes place in 2018. Uh, Do they have COVID? Is that why they're in the ocean? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So Roy Schneider was like Schneider. the, or it's not Schneider, it's Schneider. Yeah. I was about to say it. Was, I'm thinking it was Schneider. Rob Schneider. Now, Roy Schneider had, uh, he was the captain in the show and he had worked with Steven Spielberg before and, uh, both featured the ocean and aquatic aquatic life aqua aquatic 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 life uh because roy schneider worked with steven spielberg in jaws i don't know if he was captain in the ship ship i can't remember a whole lot about jaws but he was a main character in jaws and then you know he is steven spielberg's seaman later on in life wasn't he the hunter i think he was the only part I remember out of the whole movie is the quote, here's to swimming with bow-legged women. That's the only thing I remember. It also, what's the name, uh, Shark's name? I think it was like Walter or something like that, the shark. He's got a name, the Jaws shark does. It's something like Walter or like <laughs> Harry or something like that. You know? Wow. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Walter, but, you know, hell, what do I know? You're I got to look it up okay. now. It, it is like just a normal person's name. Name of Jaws Shark? Yeah. Bruce. Bruce. That's it. Shit. I don't know why I was thinking Walter. It's Bruce. Makes sense because of Finding Nemo. Is Bruce the shark? Owner? Bruce is the great white. Uh, Ted Raimi was also in it from the the brother of Sam Raimi, who's in, a, you know, Ted's in a lot of movies. Everybody hates uh uh, Sam over some of the Spider-Man movies, which uh, I just got to say, 
They weren't that bad when they came out. They're bad now, but they were bangers back then. But the McGuire ones? Yeah, my yeah. defense of the Raimis is because one of the best parts of it was Bruce Campbell's in it because they were the Evil Dead folks. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, that whole crew. So, uh, Ted was I say, actually, that's your thing, too. Oh, yeah. I Give me Raimis all day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody shits on them. It's kind of like Nickelback. <laughs> you know, Nickelback didn't sell all those albums uh, without nobody listening. There's two types of people in this world. People who, who like Nickelback and fucking liars. That's the two people in this world. <laughs> so, There's a Nickelback song out there that you like. Uh, okay, so here's... Uh, I feel like we've got some tie-in to the other games here. So, looking at the two games we did before was Gods and American Gladiators. Which basically is, you know, you've got gladiatorial combat, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Uh, so here's one to, to tie it in. Maybe this is maybe going to affect my shot calling for the next game. The external CGI shots of the submarine were created and edited with Commodore Amiga computers <laughs> with lightweight 3D and video toaster softwares. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, that's the tie-in. We're getting a fucking Amiga game. Yeah, Amiga. Which, technically, Gods was an Amiga game. Yeah. So it's just... I feel like it's the part in one of them serial killer movies where the red yarn is you're everywhere. Just, you're just putting everything together. Is this... We're going to revert back to season one? We going back to Will of Amiga? We might. Now, I just... I, I fucking started laughing when I seen this. I was like, God damn Amiga. Like it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> Amiga. It, it, it's yes, it is everywhere. I get an Amiga tattoo. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. So there is a lot of stuff about, uh, sequest, but, uh, not a lot of it was real great. Yeah. A lot of the fun facts was, you know, how bad some of the seasons were and, and all that such. But I just kind of like the fun, happy, interesting ones. It was interesting. It was. So here is maybe the biggest kicker. Let me give me a drink here to get ready for this. All right, build up. <clears throat> there was a guest star on one of the uh, seasons. William Shatner. It was William Shatner. I took a shot in the dark. Uh, the so I, he was everywhere in the early 90s and mid 90s when he appeared on the view screen. The ID code at the bottom reads JTK NCC 1701, which stands for James T. Kirk, Shatner's character on Star Trek, yeah. and the registry number of the U.S. Enterprise Kirk ship. Yeah, so even though that doesn't mean a damn thing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, you got the damn shot on there. But, Priceline negotiator. But yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I straight up took a shot in the dark with it being Shatner because I knew he was everywhere in the mid-90s. Which I will say, you know, Space the Final Frontier, and I've heard that, you know, the we know more about... What, I don't know what it is if we know more about some of the space than we do our ocean floors yeah, and all that. Stuff like so, that. I mean, it is an interesting... It's a tie-in. Yeah. I mean, the only... And I don't know. I guess it's talking out of my ass, but like, at least in space, it so, seems like it's dark, it's a vacuum, <clears throat> but there's bright shit in the damn ocean. It's just dark. So, here's the thing. That's the tie-in. So, are they saying that William Shatner, James T. Kirk, is from 2018? I don't know. Now, with with this being said, the fun fact, I uh, clipped and pasted. I didn't like, I just screenshot. It actually says Shatner's character on Star Trek. And in parentheses says 1966, which is probably the season when he started or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like... Uh, Vin Diesel or Dom, you know, Just maybe it, it's like a, a brother. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Xander Cage. Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's really all the fun facts I got. There was a ton of them, but it was over actors. Uh, yeah, about Michael it's... Ironside, I think was one of the captains after the first few seasons. I think it went three seasons. I think after the first season or second season, Michael Ironside, which uh, isn't a lot of good stuff, but my favorite, I'm pretty sure he's the guy from uh, Starship Troopers. You know, you want to live forever. You know, the guy that's like there. Oh shit, he is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. In, in the not in the first season, but later on, I yeah. think he is the captain of one of the seasons. So 
Uh, oh, damn. Now I need to go back and watch Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. I feel like there's like five movies now that all suck after the first one, but I still watch them. Oh, there's I an see. animated series now. Uh, I, yeah, the Starship Trooper animated series actually came out in the mid-2000s. Yeah. It's called Roughnecks. Yeah. And uh, I remember going to Hastings and buying it, and it was like 60 or $70 damn dollars for like the so many seasons yeah. of it, uh, and it was pretty good, but... Oh, Johnny, was it was it Johnny Rico? Yeah. But, all right. So I guess at the end of this, uh, the mediocre show, more than likely, with mediocre video game. Uh, I guess you know we probably should. Are there mediocre movies that have excellent video games? Or uh, there is the other way around. Yeah, I was gonna say there I, is a terrible game that's ba- that's based off of uh, like No Escape, like. <laughs> Untouchables, the actual Untouchables movie, uh-huh. is actually pretty good. I've never watched it. Now that one was based, I think, off the was it off the movie or the TV show? I think it was based off the TV show. I think it was too, if I remember it correctly. But like, uh, but the movie's like, actually pretty decent. It's kind of I feel like this was kind of like No Escape, where the movie was kind of confusing, but the the game was like totally legit in with what the movie stood for. Just run. But if you did, yeah. But if you didn't watch don't the movie, hit down you're and, fucked. Don't hit down and B. You'll fall off the fucking map. That's it. All right. Let's get this bastard. What do you think? What a uh, loose copy of this flopping around. Say you go over there. <laughs> the this, squid dick just flopping squad about. Di- squid dick. <laughs> aquatic. Aquatic. This aquatic, aquatic squid dick. It's just flopping around and you're going to grab it. How much is it going to, do you think a loose copy? <laughs> It'd be probably uh, worth about $15. You're a little bit low. Uh, eBay was higher than price charting. Uh, eBay had it twenty five to forty bucks, roughly. It was kind of a pretty big variance. Price charting said nineteen ninety nine. I don't know that I seen one of them that sold for nineteen ninety. Oh, maybe it's nineteen ninety nine plus six dollars shipping. Well, yeah. To me, you're paying the shipping. That's the cost of business, but that's still what the cost is. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think that there is a ton of people like beating on the door to get Sequest. I don't know that anybody would say that this is their favorite game they played. It ain't like Super Mario World or Legend of Zelda. It's definitely not on the IGN Top 100 list. Or even Mario All-Stars. Or Mario All-Stars. What do you think a complete copy of this runs? There's about a $20 difference roughly between eBay and price charting. eBay, once again, is a little higher. I'd say 73 Dude, that's pretty impressive. Uh, seventy-seven twenty-two. You're pretty close. I thought it was seventy-two seventy-two, and that's why I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> eBay had it at ninety-five dollars. So, eh, I feel like everything's a little high, right? Yeah. A, a complete copy. Now, I've seen one sale that was graded on eBay, and that's all I've seen. And then price charting. Ironically, they're somewhat close, but you know. I think the graded game is probably like sixty or eighty dollars. That's the part that blows my mind. Yeah, uh, and unless you're just preserving for the world, <laughs> why would you grade a, a sequest? I'm not a grader, so I I, I get. I grade. It. I'll grade my comic books every now and then. So, why do you think a brand new and or slash graded copy is going for? Doing math. Hang on. I don't think that the that the price surprised me as much as a graded copy. Technically, the graded copy on eBay sold for less than what price charting has. Uh, just a regular. Copy. I would. I said seventy three, right? Yeah. Two fifty two. Okay, pretty good. Price charting had a brand new copy at two forty seven. Okay, so no no shame in that. The one I seen on eBay was graded at nine point two, which is probably a shit grade, I guess. I know everybody wants nine point eight and a ten, you know, which you probably get, never impossible get. get a ten. But uh, a graded one sold that I seen on there for two hundred and twenty bucks. So that's where I'm like, okay, if price charting is good at two forty seven, I mean I. 
eBay goes with the trend. Yeah. I mean, I trust price charting, but price charting may be behind. Like, holiday season, some games are spiking. Like, we yep. were talking about Final Fantasy Final 7. Final Fantasy's shot through the roof. Yeah, and I, that's not because of holiday. That's not only because of holiday, but also right. the remaster, the remake, part two is coming out, I think, this month or early next year. So, that's my only knock on price charting is... Price charting, once the market corrects, I believe is 100% accurate, but it takes a minute for the spike. Yeah. To, so once price charting takes that into effect, the spike could be over. So with that being said, you know, price charting is at 247 So if I had a new copy, I'll just go ahead and tell you, if I had a new copy of this and you told me you give me $200 damn dollars, I'd give it to you, shake your hand, slap your ass on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a graded copy sold for 220 bucks. It has to be like $60 minimum. I'm pretty sure it's like 80 bucks. It's okay. It's to get something graded is $60. No, depends on the company. The company I use, it's $60, but it takes 90 days to get your stuff back. You can pay $90 and you get it back in 60 days, or you can pay $100. Twenty dollars and get it back in thirty days. Now, mind you, the other caveat I've got there is it's graded to nine point two. I don't. It's a Super Nintendo game. It's like you know a freaking Mickey Mantle that was in the spokes of a bicycle. Like it wasn't really. It was made to be played. Yeah. So to me, a new copy, I don't give a crap if it's a nine point two. Now I get it if you're talking about millions of dollars or like uh, Mario three or something like that that's graded really high. Yeah. I get it. But nine point two to me is as good as a nine point eight as far as a Sequest Deep Sea Voyage. Yeah. So the part that just boggles my mind is price charting says, "Hey, this sells for about two hundred fifty bucks." Okay, let's say maybe the price charting's a little high. Somebody sold their nine point two for two hundred twenty bucks. So let's just say you take the sixty dollars out of that. So they you really they really made one hundred sixty dollars. So that's before fees and, and yeah. shipping or whatever. Yeah, I was they like, lost money. Why don't you just sell it for two hundred bucks? Yeah, just t- just take it yeah. out of the cart. Just take it out of the cart. I just I don't understand that part. But yeah. you know what I'm going to ask you? We're just going to say it's uh, twenty four dollars. Split some difference. I got this cartridge here. Give me the cash and twelve dollars cash. Which are you got? Give take? me the cash. I think you're right. There is no way in hell I'd pay twenty dollars for this. Cartridge. No, two dollars, yes, maybe five. Five dollars is high, so I'm going to spend on this bastard. I was about to say five dollars is the high. Cycle. Ten dollars if I can get it bundled with something else. I couldn't believe that. I mean, even if the game is twenty bucks, I figure maybe a complete copy would be forty bucks. This game is more expensive than I thought it would be, but you know, that's just me. Uh, mediocre uh there is other games amiga games i'd rather buy for that (laughs) price uh much less a game that was based off a show that had amiga effects in it yeah so i guess we're going to pull down our nifty little uh dry erase board dry erase board that i finally found the marker to after i lost it after the first or second use uh (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and rank this. So we're at the third game this season. Me and Josh, I have a feeling we're going to be the same on this one. Uh, you don't know me. I don't know you. You don't know my life. We've got the number one game so far this season out of the 10 that we're running. Uh, we're still Mount Rushmore. We got Gods followed by American Gladiators. Do you know where you want to rank Sequest Deep Sea Voyage? Yeah, it's going number three. It is definitely it's going number, number three. It's number three. Uh, I was ready to uh, make American Gladiators last week number one. And you, I talked you, you out of Without it. meaning to, you yep. brought up a, a great point. And I think God's done. I think the whole premise was, you know, the replayability. Yep. And I'll go ahead and tell you, I will do that damn human slingshot or cannonball whatever the hell it was <laughs> i will miss it that 176 times i did not want to play this game again no like it just wasn't fun to me. no it was not i said i and that that is a thing too because you know i love my sim city games i love that game i love my sid meyer civilization games but this game here it, it was a budget game that you had to work with but it just 
Well, I mean, there's games that this, and I'm sure there's people that do love this because I mean, it's like uh, StarCraft. Yeah. And like, you know, even Warcraft is like, it's a fantasy world, but it's basically a managing resources. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is battle aspects, and I don't know if that's what they're really going for here. It just, th- those games aren't typically my type of game. I mean, I don't mind allocating resources and stuff, but uh, those, other than a SimCity game, that uh, I've never really gotten to StarQuest, or I'm sorry, StarCraft, yeah, or Minecraft, or not Minecraft. Yeah, I've never got into that either. StarCraft, <laughs> Warcraft, or Minecraft, and and I I do like some of these games where you do allocate resources, but none of them have ever did anything for me. And this one didn't either. It just was okay. I mean, I don't know if you said, "Hey, out of 700 games, where is this going to be? Is it going to be in like?" 650 and below probably not but middle of the pack i feel like it's generous to have it in the middle of the pack i think it's gonna be middle of the pack i think it's probably gonna fall like low 400s maybe early 500s for see me. i'm thinking low three early fours okay okay so i guess we've got our theme here we've got gods which was originally an amiga well it was designed i think for amiga yeah we got american gladiators which has to combat, like you said, so there's two games right there. events. Then we got Sequest, which the TV show had graphics designed by Amiga Computers. So, I don't know. Are we getting another gladi- Gladiator top game? I, I'm call- It's got to be Amiga for me. That is where I'm hanging my hat. It's got to be a freaking Amiga game. It's going to be a game based off of a TV show and or movie. Well, there could be that. Or... Maybe even something uh, Steven Spielberg. I don't know. If we get that damn E.T. game. Oh, like the one on Atari or whatever? Yeah. Like, if we get something along those lines. I don't know. They had an E.T. for Super Nintendo. I don't either, but Steven Spielberg, and it wouldn't surprise me. I will say, so far, James Cameron games seem way... uh, Games based off a James Cameron film... Or production seem way more fun than uh, the Steven Spielberg's base. Yes. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've still got the freaking Titan Submersible in my head. <laughs> like <laughs> you trying to find another way to turn. It's like it's like the Titan Submersible Simulator almost. That's what this game was like for me because I was <laughs> no, gone. you didn't. Well, yeah, we did blow up a lot. Yeah, and they were filming the bodies either. Well, they found remains, I think. Not in the video game, they didn't. Oh, not in the video game, in real life. <laughs> Which had to be like a hair or something. That'd be A toenail? I don't even think you found that. I think it was something liquefied. But, ew, is all I can say. Well, uh, this has been uh, Willis Ness. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wait, where we got tight submersibles and squid dicks. Squid dicks. Uh, we're coming back uh, next week. Uh, Loud and proud with what I think is an Amiga game, and Josh says is a game based off a movie or TV show or TV show. All right, see you guys. Happy aquatic hunting. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs>